listening to FCFL Live. show that brings you all the stats, weekly breakdowns, interviews, and next week's picks. Enjoy the show as Shane and John bring you all the info inside the Florida Champion Football League. All right, man. Here we are. Week five, halfway through the season. How are you doing tonight, Shane? Oh, great. It's a nice and beautiful day out. Yeah, another beautiful day in paradise. That's for sure. Compared to New York, life is good. Um, <laughs> uh, we just had a caller call in, so uh, caller, if you're hearing us, uh, hang on the line there and let us get through uh, the intro of the show, and uh, we'll uh, we'll get on there and uh, see who you are and bring you on. But uh, for uh, for the most part, uh, another great week in the FCFL uh, last week. Yeah, definitely a good week. A lot of teams are starting to separate themselves from everybody else, and uh, I think there's I think there's a score put in wrong now. Oh yeah, which one? Uh, Barracudas eighteen nothing over the Mortals. Yeah, it's probably reversed. I'm sorry. I think it's reversed. That's fine. Yeah, it was eighteen nothing. <laughs> I can fix that quick. Uh, yeah, uh, interesting week last week for sure. Uh, yeah, quite a few games. I made it to uh, the uh, Tar Heels and uh, Phantoms game for a little while. Uh, I had quite a <laughs> busy weekend tour of the state, to say the least. But uh, we're on to uh, week five. But uh, I'm telling you, that was an exciting game to watch first half of uh, the Phantoms-Tar Heels game. Yeah, we had it. Um, we had it live feeding on our PA system in the fourth quarter of our game. Oh, we nice. To school, so. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, it was uh, um, the Tar Heels had it in their hands. Uh, we we'll go into a, a little bit more of the details later, but um, you know, for the most part. Uh, they came out swinging. They weren't. Uh, they weren't ready. Uh, I, right when I got there, uh, quick in the game, it was uh, six nothing, seven nothing. Like uh, the Phantom scored real quick, and uh, there was a couple of drives there and a couple of pickoffs. I think uh, four four interceptions for the Tar Heels. I uh, yeah. in the first half, and then possibly uh, could have had uh, two more or two more drop balls that I seen mm-hmm. before. Uh, could have been more before I got there, but uh, it was a battle. Same thing uh, on, on the Tar Heels, and there was a or, 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 uh, Phantom side uh, fumble pickup, uh, recoveries, uh, 
think there was a tip ball interception, something like that. So, so it makes a good ball game, though. Yeah, I was impressed. Uh, like the school, like the field. Uh, my first time being around there, and it just so happens, uh, uh, my where I was staying was like the next town over, so it was only like a fifteen minute drive from where I was staying. Yeah, I was uh pretty impressed. Uh, pretty uh, you know, a lot of a lot of people there on both sides. Uh, I think the high school had some kind of event. Uh, one of the sports teams had just uh, returned back um, right there at halftime on the bus. So not sure whether it was a swim or track. Probably swim Could have been track. Yeah. yeah. Could have been. I smell chlorine, so. Yeah. We were just there in January for the National Bowl. Yeah, I know it's uh that time of year in Florida as well. It's um it's uh um track time too down here. Um yes, it is. starts this so, week here. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so uh it, it gets busy, you know. Uh all of these uh youth programs stay, you know, when they, they just go from white uh, one right to the other, basketball. You know, they do outdoor basketball here uh, pretty much year-round as well. I, I know very well. My kids just finished basketball on Monday, and now they're doing track on Thursday. <laughs> yes. As a parent, it keeps you inundated, uh, that's for sure. So uh, why don't you uh, run down the scores real quick from last week, and, uh, uh, you know, you can elaborate a little bit. I'm going to go in the green room and see what our caller and uh, see who that is and uh, see what we got. Okay. All right. Uh, First game we had was the Chiefs and the Tigers, which a lot of people thought would be a blowout, but I keep telling everybody about the Tigers. Sleep on the Tigers. Chiefs won 38-20. Uh, you had the D.C. Raiders played the Cowboys. It was 34-2. to Raiders' first game in FCFL. Um, of course, you had the Tar Heels game that John was just talking about. Went down to the last ticks of the game. Ended up being Phantoms 22, Tar Heels 20. And then you had the Bulls played the Reapers. The Bulls won 12-6. Yeah. Yeah, I'm back. But uh Yeah, but continue. Yeah. Uh, the Saints had a off week. The Warriors had an off week. The Mortals beat the Barracudas team to zero. Reversing that score from before. Home Beach oh, I'm sorry. The Outlaws. Is it what is it? Is it Palm Beach, Alan? <laughs> yes. Well, no. Pompano Beach. PBO. Pompano Beach. Pompano okay, Beach. So, the Outlaws had a bye week. The Vultures had a bye week. And the Cougars beat the Rise 30 to nothing. Uh, right. There was one more yep. game. So, game. Soldiers won 77 to 6 over the Largo Raiders. As for Pickums. My only pick that I missed was Roger Lewis's fault. 
taking the clothes off to upset the family. That was my only, in two weeks, I only missed one pickle. Yeah. I'm never taking her heels again, Roger Lewis. You heard me. <laughs> well, you know, you were close. I mean, you were real close. But close only counts in, uh, you know, certain things, and uh, football is not one of them. So. Because I tell you um, what, if you ever, leave, you ever leave a Phantoms game within three points and leave it up to the kicker, trust me, I've been in that spot before. Well, you know, it's it's ironic because uh, that kicker was uh, practicing on the sideline all all night long. You know, when he wasn't, uh, you know, practicing his kick, he was staying loose. He was, you know, working the ball with his feet, throwing it with his hands. So, you know, it's ironic that, you know, I was kind of watching him on the sideline and the game came down to uh, him. He was actually uh, kicking some, trying to kick some long ones at uh, at halftime practicing and uh, – Mm-hmm. wasn't too effective at the long ones, but uh, I'm not sure. How was uh, What was the length of that field goal for, for the winning field goal? Do you know? I did not know that. I thought it was like a 37 or something like that. Yeah, I know it was uh, – I know they were down close to the 20 when uh, when all that uh, took place. So, yeah. Yeah, safe to say it's probably within 30-ish somewhere. Well, I'm sure we can find out real quick. The the player on the on the line is a, a West Coast soldier, so I know he won't know the answer to that. Yeah, Deshaun. Yeah, <laughs> uh, you just let me know when you're ready to bring him on, and we'll we'll bring him on. You can uh... bring him on whenever you want. All right, let's bring him on. Hey, hey, Deshaun, you're on. You're on with FC, FCFL live. <laughs> How y'all doing this evening? We're doing great. How y'all we just uh, just shook down the uh, last week's uh, rundown, and Shane was starting to uh, go through his pickums from last week. And what was it? Just one, you said, right? And that was the Phantoms game. Just one, one wrong yeah. in two weeks. Yeah, that 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 one kind of got. I I was I was rooting for uh, the underdogs, which were the Tar Heels at the time. Yeah. I was going for them. I thought they can pull it out. You know, they have a lot of takeaways. Twenty-three takeaways in five weeks, four weeks. That's a lot yeah. for a defense. Oh yeah. But that's a lot. So I thought they can. I thought they could pull it out. It just they didn't adjust right at the end, which got them. Well, it it ultimately comes down to uh, control. Um, even though the penalties in that certain situation were excessive. I won't deny that. I won't debate that. It ultimately comes down to controlling yourself and your mouth as a player and, you know, knowing your boundaries. Um, we talk about it uh, with the owners, you know, and, you know, let the re- let the refs do their job. They're there to do a job. And, and I know as a, as a player, as an owner, as a coach, it's easy to talk about, you know, missed calls and all that, but un- until you've tried refereeing at, at any level, even at the youth, it's hard to complain because it's tough. It's not easy. Yeah. But I, I, I personally think that the Tar Heels should have, on that last drive they had, 
since they don't have a punter, they should have punted on that third down and made them drive 90 to 80 yards. Yeah. Yeah. That would have been a good call for sure. But, you know, um, uh, we talked about it a little bit in the pre-show in uh, the quarterback of the Tar Heels, uh, Matt, and uh, he, he's he's quite a quite a quite a quarterback. Uh, you know, if if I was in that situation, I probably would have rode him too. Uh, he was having a good game. He's got a lot of confidence. He's got a lot of talent, and uh, it's hard to. As a coach on the side, when you see things develop like that and, you, you know, you're in the moment, you know, of course, you know, we all say it almost every weekend when we're watching football, go for it, go for it, go for it. So, yeah. you know, um, you took a chance, you know, and uh, you're right. It probably may have would have changed the game. Uh, you never know. Uh, like I said, the Phantoms, uh, they came right out swinging right out of the gate, put sticks up on the board real quick. So, uh yeah. You know, I expected that game to be a lot higher scoring, to be honest. Uh, so, you know, shows you just how much defense uh, played a factor in that game in the second half. Yeah, that that really did. And um, that last drive for the Phantoms, I, it was a great drive. It's give it to your best playmaker in open space. Yep. I think that the Tar Heels were scared to get beat by him, so they kept playing also. The, the two- and three-yard hitches was working. Every play. Yep. Yep. They adjust to that. They probably win. Well, that's yeah. what I've been and talking about. Zelton run ran, Zelton ran 47 two-yard hitches. Yeah. Down the whole <laughs> yeah, field. Well, Got him. He put him in, he put him in field goal range. But, you know, if the old saying is, is, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. And in a football world, you know, most of the time, they'll just keep running it till you adjust and fix it. <laughs> So. Yeah, and they didn't adjust one time. And I think that last drive, they only threw it backside once. And the time they did throw it backside, it was almost a pick. So they kept going right back to Velt and Velt and Velt and Velt. Yeah, but, hey. I mean, if you have that weapon, are you not going to use it? Yeah, oh, of course. Yeah, you guys, You guys know how to adjust to it. Well, you do, and then you know if you have those a weapon, those weapons, you know you just adjust again, you know, and they key up on that guy. You go to the next one, but that's how it is, you know. You you find the weakness in the in the armor and just keep penetrating that weakness until they fix it. Yeah, I think they learn. I think the they learn for it. They learn from it. Oh yeah, there's no question about it. I love the program. It's just simple. Minor mistakes. Minor mistakes. Yeah. I think uh, a lot of people have a lot of respect for uh, both of those programs. Uh, the Tar Heels yeah. come a long way in a few short years, and uh, they're showing everybody, you know, uh, how to take care of business. And uh, I'm proud. I'm proud of both of them. Uh, you know, again, you know, the the Phantoms have that, that reputation that, you know, wherever they go. So it's it's good to watch. It's good to see. And again, you know that's that's why we're here. So, how are, how are you having? Uh, uh, how are you enjoying the season as a West Coast soldier in the FCFL? Your first season. I like it honestly. I like it. I like the players around me. I think it's a great team, and I think that first game from the loss to the Phantom, I think that mm-hmm. woke a lot of us up. And sure. Ever since then, it's just been nonstop. Like 
putting points up. Like, we came together, defense doing their job, offense doing their job. I like it. We got athletes all over the board now, and I think that, honestly, even though that's my team, I think we're going to win it all. Well, that's a great attitude to have. (laughs) (laughs) It's just athletes on top of athletes. Three, three, four good running backs. First, second, and you got some third-string receivers. You know, good quarterbacks. Good defense. Um, Yeah, your quarterback is uh, piling up the stats. Yeah, we, 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 I think it's going to be a good um, turnout. I'm just trying to see how the, how the Raiders are going to do moving down from the FFA. I think they're going to win the South. You think so? Okay. Yeah. Well, they got a, they got they got a, a nice team and and I like their receiver Red. He's he's he's, he's very very. Red. Red. <laughs> okay. Well, you know, I've heard that rumor. I've heard that rumor since they've come in that uh, you know they have a strong possibility to uh, take that uh, trophy away from the Chiefs, but. Uh, We'll have to see. Do they? Uh, let's, yeah. let's see. I'm gonna see. Do they play him in this regular season, the second half? I think they came in right after the Chiefs were supposed to play them. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh. Uh, and question: Did they come in with? Did they? Uh, how did they record look when they come in? Did they come in with losses or? In the FFA, when they left, they were in week four, uh, going into week five, and their record, I believe, was one and three. So oh. they just assumed the record of the team that they took the slot, which was the Dolphins already at zero and three. So, oh, okay, they didn't really lose anything coming over here. You know, they actually yeah. gained a game, if anything. But you know. Um, Nonetheless, they will not play the <laughs> They got to do is win um, out, and then they'll be meeting yeah. at the top. If they if they win out, uh, you know they. I mean, they got a strong possibility, obviously, to make it to the playoffs. And then once they make the playoffs, if they end up meeting the Chiefs, um, you know, uh, um, got a strong possibility. I guarantee the Immortals got something to say about that. And uh, if they're listening, I'm sure some of them will call in. But uh, they were hungry last year, and uh, they regrouped. Yeah. I, I saw the Immortals at the uh, at Bowl weekend. And, you know, they came out kind of weak. But at the end, like, they came together as a team. And, what, I think they had, like, 20 some, 21, 22 players. And they, I really like the Immortals. Like, so yeah. the Bulls beating them kind of shocked me. Yeah, I think it shocked a lot of us because uh, they, you know, we expected uh, number one a much higher scoring game than what it was, but uh, number two, yeah, I think uh, some people expected the the Immortals to have the edge, so to speak, even though they were traveling a long way, you know. But hey. That's how it goes on any given Saturday night. You know, you don't know who's going to win. So uh, you just got to bring your A game and uh, play it out. That's the only thing you can do is play it out. But the Raiders sit right now in seventh, trying to get in the top six for the playoffs. Yeah. Okay, that's so. And uh, who do they play this weekend? Uh, they play. Um, 
they play the vultures. So, right. And well, the vultures have had problems putting points on the board. <laughs> yes, they have. They're scoring. They're just not scoring enough. Enough. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> not in bunches. Some teams are scoring in bunches right now. Like the Immortals, they're scoring in bunches. Yeah, you know, I'm I'm not sure, uh, you know, what happened to the the vultures because they put up some points last year. They uh, it's a different squad this year, obviously, than uh, than we've seen last year. Um, so I guess that's why I'm a little puzzled when they, you know, six here, six there. So not used to seeing that, but nonetheless, uh, you know, it happens, and uh, teams have to regroup and uh, rebuild sometimes, and that's how it goes. Yeah. Uh, they'll figure yeah. it out. Yeah, it's you know how they still, are they are they still in the runs for the playoffs? The vultures. Yeah, the vultures. vultures. I I think uh, mm-hmm. I think they only got like uh, I think they got one win. Oh, well they better turn their season around and pray somebody else have a bad second half. Yeah, right now it's it's uh. The Vultures, the Raiders, and the Cowboys all sit at, you know, one and three or at one and four. So, um, Veracruders are at two and three, and uh, Tigers two and three, and then Saints three and two, three and two, or three and one Chiefs, uh, Mortals four and one, four and oh. Um, Chiefs yeah. three and one, Mortals are four and one. How are the Mortals four and one? They got the win from the Chiefs, right? Because they played uh, yeah, the yeah, players yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah. And the yeah, that was four. Yeah, okay. four and zero. Yep, yep. So, and everybody's had you know a bye. Uh, almost everybody's had a bye week. That's why you know some of these show you know five and some of them show four. But that's why there's a tie in that column. That's the bye week, so that I can keep track of it a little easier when I can just get a visual. So. Yeah. So, you know, the North is, uh, you know, the, the North, you can see that, you know, you have the, the top half is, you know, everybody's tight. And then you have the bottom half where, you know, you have a few teams still looking for a win down there. And uh, this is a tough time of the season when you're uh, 0-4, 0-5. And, uh, but this is the time you can't give up. This is the time where you really show yeah. uh, your character and who you are as a team and a player when you, uh, you know, you grind out that season and, and, and play the play those games out and let the season fall how it falls. you got to let that second gear come in now. Well, you're right. That's when it should be kicking in. This is all that work you did in preseason. Let's see what it's about. Yeah. This is what it, this is what comes in. Our question. So, say say uh, three teams or two teams tie. Would it come to points, or how would that work? Head to head, then points. Oh, okay. So if you have, for instance, you have two eight and one teams, and you're trying to see who's second place, it'll come. You got they got to play a game. No, it would be who won when they played. Okay. Yeah, if they played a game against each other, and uh, it would come down to if one team beat the other, then they would they would advance. But if they didn't play each other, then it would come 
two uh, points. Uh, makes sense because uh, we're four and one. The Bulls are four and one, which we play them Saturday, and Tarheels are four and one. We play them next month. So, well, yeah. since uh, since you brought it up, let's talk a little bit about that game since you're on here yeah. from a player yeah. point of view. Uh, what position do you play? Running back. Running back. All right. All right. Powerhouse. You uh, your fullback, halfback, or? Uh, halfback. Man. Okay. All right. So natural position for you or a uh, coach's decision? No, I just – I started playing it second half of last season in the UFL for the Gainesville Gators. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm right actually now. a corner. Right. Oh. Defense to offense. That's that can that's uh the tough transition sometimes. If you saw in high school I played I played I was an athlete in high school so and I won a lot of uh, medals and stuff in Orlando for that so it's not really that hard. I just have to adjust to the hit. I'm not a person that likes Well, that's what I mean. You know, usually oh, yeah. in defense, you're you're given the hit. <laughs> and on offense, you're not always necessarily given the hit. You're yeah. taking the, taking the taking hit. Taking so. yeah. So it's a different, little different mindset. But, you know, there's been some great running backs out there that deliver some powerful blows as they're running. So, you know, hey, i love to see yeah. it. So break down a little bit about the Bulls. Uh, have you played them before as a as a as a soldier or a different player? Uh, I played them against the Gators, and also I'm from Ocala. Well, I'm not from Ocala, but I oh. live in Ocala, and I hang with a lot of the guys. I think the Bulls have a very good team. You know, I like the right. program, everything. It's just that the Bulls, they don't – it's a hit or miss with them. It's either – they're either going to show up and give you a good game or they're not going to show up at all. Huh. So hmm. it really depends on how they come out that week. So if they come, if they come, if they show up this week, they, uh, I don't know. I just like our team very, I like our team to beat them by 20. I should say that. <laughs> well, <laughs> Cause I, would it be I know safe to say it's not going to be a, it's not going to be a six to nothing game. It'd be safe, right? I don't know. I, they're, they can score six. That's about it. But I don't see, I don't see their, I don't see their offensive line stopping our defensive line. We have, right. we have a mean defensive line, and you got, I don't, you, we're not some big boys on both not, sides of the ball. <laughs> yeah, and I don't think we're gonna give them enough time to throw the ball. Um, but only thing we have to worry about is if he get loose, you have to stop him because he he can run. The quarterback Tracy, he can really yeah. run. Yeah, and he's got man, some, feet. some good quick feet. Yeah, he he he's very swift and shifty on his feet. So we have to contain him. Our defense has to do a good job of containing him, especially the DNs, and keep him inside the pocket and force him to throw it. If he if we force him to throw it, we get picks. Yeah, I was gonna say sometimes uh, if you uh, force him to you know contain him and force him to throw, sometimes they make mistakes. So he does have a good arm. Uh, we, we've talked yes. about that young man earlier in the season, and uh, he he's got some feet, he's got some wheels. Like you said, he's shifty. He can he can move around. He makes good quick decisions. Um, you know yeah. they're four and one, and I'm sure a lot of that is due to uh, to his uh, his leadership on the field. Yeah, and they they have, like like our team. They have a lot of good athletes. They just have to know how to use them, and they and they have to show up to games because the Bulls are traveling. 
like probably three or four of the linemen won't come. So oh they, wow! If they get if they get that together, they'll do good because they really shocked me this year with being four and one. Oh, like, yeah. Well, it, it shocked me. I, I was, uh, you know, I was under the impression and I was, uh, you know, told that they were, uh, you know, they were a high quality team. So they've been, they've, uh, haven't been proven wrong yet. So I, I like that. Yeah. <laughs> like, like they, they are that, like, but just like I said, they, it's a hit or miss with those guys. Cause they, they'll show up or they won't show up. Like, yeah. cause the preseason, they didn't have, they, they had good games in the preseason. They just lost because of people that they needed key players was there that didn't come yeah well it's tough sometimes you know when you're uh you're playing this uh sport and not you know yeah. obligated for money you know you have family and work and it's not always easy yeah. uh because i haven't said anything yet but i have an issue with next thursday night i have a show that's going to conflict with me doing this show so <laughs> We're going to have to arrange uh, either another host for me or Shane can do the show or we'll postpone it to the next week or something. Um, But that's how it works. You know, life is life. And sometimes it's always, you know, it's not always nice and you have to deal with it. And that's kind of, you know, how, uh, how, how football assimilates, um, you know, us coaches and mentors, you know, teaching you young youngsters, how how we kind of relate it in life too you know because uh you know it takes teamwork in life to get through these certain uh stages in 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 you know the phases that we go through so uh you know um we appreciate what you guys do and that's why you know you have owners that you have that that are deeply vested in your future and you know other other youngsters future because uh, we realize that, uh, you know, you guys are the heart and soul of the community. And sometimes, uh, to be honest, uh, that age group gets left behind. You know, you're left to yeah. the vices of the street. You're left to the vices of, uh, you know, no good sometimes because they've restricted so much, you know, stuff. And where you can go, where you can't go, where you can ride your skateboard, where you can't, where you can fly your truck, all this stuff. So. Uh, you know, these organizations like, uh, you know, we have in the FCFL, they're, they're a detriment to the community and they, they, they help you guys uh, in a lot of ways. So, uh, you know, uh, we appreciate you guys from the, from the top to the bottom and uh, your commitment to these organizations to make them what they are and uh, do what they do. Yeah. But yeah, I say, I'll give us, I'll say, Either forty to six or forty to twelve, we beat the Bulls this week. Oh well, see, there you go, Shane. There's your first pick 'em. Right. <laughs> well, you know, I don't pick that one anyway. Yeah, I know. That's uh, why uh, I figured it was a safe one you. for him. Yeah. I picked it for you. <laughs> well, how many of those touchdowns did Deshaun Ford have? He said, "What happened?" Well, I said, "How many of those touchdowns will you have?" Two. There you go. A kick, a running one, and a kick return. <laughs> if they, if they, if never mind. Only way I, I don't think they're gonna be. Kick, they're not gonna kick the ball deep. They know me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm not gonna keep it. They're not gonna kick it deep. Uh, what's your uh, 
What's your what's your goal for the season as a running back? Do you uh, do you set goals for yourself uh, before the yeah. season starts, like uh, so many yards or so many average per yards? What what's your goals? My my goals. Uh, I have to get on my high horse now. Uh, <laughs> a lot of my a lot of my big runs get got called back, but I want a thousand yard and just an easy Ooh. ten touchdown. That's it. Nice. It's a great goal. It's a great goal. I think yeah. uh, we'd have to have a special award for a thousand yard runner in the FCFL. Holy smokes. That would be brilliant. Never it's not, not impossible by any stretch of the imagination. That's uh, you know, hundred yards a game, 10 games. It's pretty, pretty, uh, I got, I got to go 200 yards a game. It's half the season. I got to go 200. <laughs> <laughs> right. Got to make up for that lost time. You're saying, right? Yes. Yes, sir. Got to. So you have your eyes set on the uh, the All Star game, I take it then for sure. Um, actually, outside of the Super Bowl, right? I I know that's your your main priority is the Super Bowl. Yeah, that's the All Star game would be cool, but my my goal for the season, my goal is for the season, you know, win out the rest of the season, go win a ring with with my team, like, yeah. and go to the next level. That's why all star game is cool, but it's a lot of egos and stuff in all star yeah. games and yeah. everybody wanna play. So I I love to play in it, but you know, that's not a big goal of mine right now, but I, I'm not knocking it or anything, but get out get out to the next level and also win the ring. It felt good yeah. at the beginning of the season winning the ring. Versus the team that we play, if that was a, that was a great feeling. Yeah. Well, there's no feeling like it in the world, you know. Like I said, uh, even watching uh, the Chiefs last year, you know, may have been six teams, but still a struggle. No matter how you look yeah. at it, there's still uh, adversity. There's still things that happen uh, during the season that make it, you know, difficult. So, you know, uh, it's a great feeling, and you know we. We definitely want to, uh, you know, share that feeling when you're when you're there, and uh, hopefully you guys get there. Uh, of course, I hope every team gets there, but you know, I'm the commissioner, so <laughs> it's only fair for me to wish it on everybody. And uh, and uh, but there's only going to be two, and those two will be the uh, the uh, the partners there in uh, uh, May 18th and 19th. Is that's the weekend we're up there, so. Uh, it's gonna be fun. Can't wait. Uh, so it's a it's a whole weekend up there with you guys for the well. For the we'll be up there on the Friday, but yeah, all day Saturday, and then we'll hang out Sunday for a little while. So where where oh, is okay. the Uh, Lake Brantley High School. Lake Brantley. Oh. Hey, Deshaun, Lake Brantley. Yeah, we go. just want to rank. Yeah, there you go. Two for two. Two for two. All right. Well, uh, we just had another caller uh, come on. Let's see. Let's see who it is. Hello, caller. You're on the air with uh, FCFL Live. Who are you? My name's Timothy Moore. Hey, how are you? Doing pretty good. How about yourself? We're doing great. What team you play for? Play for the Miami Immortals down here in South Florida. Ah, there we go. See, I knew we had some Immortals listening. You was listening. Good. Love to hear yes, it. Yes, sir. I was, I was listening. 
All right. Well, now we got uh, representation. Tell us what happened a little bit in that game up there. Uh, did you make the trip up to Ocala? Yes, sir. Uh, you're talking about the, the championship game in Lake Brantley, correct? No, no. no we were talking about the, the Bulls game earlier than the season. Oh, when we went to Ocala. Yes, sir. Yeah, um, yeah, I went to that game. I've been to every game this season. Okay, great. But um, yeah, I could tell you, I could tell you a lot about um about the Immortals itself, to be honest. Well, that's what uh, we want to hear, and uh, that's why uh, we brought you on, and uh, you know, that's what uh, let's uh, that's what I said. Let's let's uh, break down a little bit of that game from the the Bulls. Uh, because again, you know, we expected that. I think a lot of people expected a win out of the Immortals up there, and I know the travel was, you know, long way. But uh, where you could just guys just weren't uh, amped up yet. What what was going on? Um, honestly, you know, uh, the guys, we uh, we we well, that was quite of a drive that we took, you know, and um, <laughs> the game the game started the game started. We was just getting off the bus, but I mean, at the end of the day. Um, Excuses, excuses. Like everybody got excuses, yep. but yep. I mean, I mean, honestly, the better team won. But our mistake, okay. um, we are a team that starts rough in the beginning, but you know, we we we're trying to fix our mistakes day by day in practice. Um, but somehow, somehow we uh we we know how to put up a fight, you know. Well, and um, the majority of the time we come out on top, but. I could honestly say that game we beat ourselves, and um, yeah, we beat ourselves honestly with the sideline etiquette, with discipline, with the penalties, you know. But right. you know, practice uh, every practice, you know, we uh, we striving to be better, striving to get. Well, better. I know uh, when you came home the following week, you uh, you know you you uh, dig exactly as I predicted. I, I predicted you guys were going to dig your heels in and uh, put up a fight because, uh, you know, 0-2 was not acceptable uh, <laughs> by any stretch of the imagination for for any organization, let alone the Immortals. I know that for a fact. So um, I was there at that game, and uh, you guys played a hell of a game right from the kickoff, you know, opening kickoff right to the house. Yeah, that was me. <laughs> well, that was a great run, man. That was a that was a great sight to see right there. I was live too. I couldn't have done it without my team, to be honest with you. But um, like yeah, I mean, every practice, you know, we we try to uh, we try to touch bases on our weaknesses, you know, better each other, and most of all, compete, come together as one, you know. And um, I say since game three, we've been winning on out, and you know. With me trying to be a leader of the team, I guess that's the goal. To be honest, is is to win on out, um, keep touching based on our weaknesses, so our weaknesses will no longer be a weakness. You know, it'll be an advantage <laughs> to us and a disadvantage to the next team. You know, we got good de- we got a great defense. We got a great defense. We got um we got a great offense. <laughs> We got major power on the offense, and um, most of all, our coaching. You know, our coaching is the reason that we. Our coaching is the reason that we um the last three games we put up we put up over a hundred points, mm-hmm. and 
only only allowed the team to score, I think it's really no more than 12 points in the last three games, which yeah. I say is a pretty great performance. And, you know. Oh, yeah. Um, we, we talked about it last week, didn't we, Shane? Yeah, we did. I got a question. What number are you from the Immortals? Number four. Yeah, yeah, you 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 you're one of my favorite players to watch. <laughs> there you go, you got a fan, man. I watched you, I watched you in the bowl game. I watched you in the bowl game. I liked you. I watched you versus the bull. Well, I didn't. I watched the film versus you versus the bull. You know, you're a hell of an athlete. I like it. that speed is something different. It. Y'all speed is different. I appreciate it. I try not to be. I try not to be like. Like, I try not to talk much, but, I mean, that's just me. I feel like certain things should happen, but, you know, right now, the Immortals, we got a system, and I feel like I'm blending right into that system, so I don't I should, I don't need yeah. to do too much, and I don't, I don't need to do not enough for us yeah. to, for, a, for me to actually show my full potential. You know, we got a great running game, which is, which is perfect. I'm glad that we you know, we run the ball here and there. Gotta leave a defense guessing, you know. But um and then right when right when we get the defense right where we want them, and that's when we bust them open with the pass game. And we and and we're undefeated on all cylinders in this pass game. Hey, yeah, y'all quarterback, he really throw that ball, and y'all got the speed to go get it. That's what's so crazy. He is, he has dropped back three steps for that thing, fifty yards down the field, and look, y'all receivers right there. Yeah, that's crazy. If you don't got no DBs, that's your behind. All right, <laughs> we uh, we got another Immortals on the line, and uh, see, it's good. We uh, I'm, I'm hey, I'm, what's going I'm, on? What's going on? What's going on, man? What's up, on um, Turbo? What's good, bro? What's good. You already know what this is. It's Big 90, man. Big bro, you already know what it is. What's yes, good, sir. big bro? What's good? I'm cooling, man. I'm cooling. I'm cooling. Hey, nah, but I, I hear you, man. Hey, good good luck, bro. You know, you already know what we trying to do, man. We already smelled it last year. And once we smell it, we we got to go get it, bro. You already know. Yes, All sir. gas, brother. All gas. All gas. <laughs> you already know. So how's it going, fellas? What's going on? Well, we're doing great, uh, Shane. I know you've been uh, you've been kind of inquiring uh, last couple of weeks about the Immortals. You got some questions? Uh, ask these guys right here, point blank. Okay, go ahead. How they lost to the Bulls is what my was my biggest question. What's your biggest well, question? How did you lose to the Bulls? Was it the sideline etiquette? Was it stuff happening on the sideline? I mean, we it, it it started off mentally with us, you know what I'm saying? Because we we all brothers, we all be on the same page. It started off mentally, and you know, with football is 90% mental and 10% physical. So once our mind it wasn't into the game, you know what I'm saying? We kind of kind of I ain't gonna say we laid down. We just ain't we just ain't pursue it hard enough. But like 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 Turbo was saying, we we the type of boys we don't we don't dwell on the past, man. We eat for the future, man. So it, it ain't really an excuse that we can make up for losing that game. But y'all just be in a, in a place when we when we meet up with them boys again, man. It's gonna be a total total do- domination, man. Trust me. Well, you won't see you won't see the Bulls again, I don't believe. Um, they said you said you don't dwell on the past, you focus on the future. Well, I think we I think we see the Bulls last game of the season, man. 
No, nah, you probably should. You should only face him once, if any. Yeah. If anything, okay. I think we. I think we might. Uh, if anything, I think we might see them guys in the playoffs. Well, you would only see them in the uh, championship at that point. Oh, okay. No, I don't think they're gonna make it that far. They ain't gonna make it that far. Somebody's got a lot of background noise. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody who's uh, maybe on speakerphone or got their phone jacked up. Matter of fact, that's another Immortals that just called in. So we got three representatives from the Immortals on the on the call tonight on the show. So uh, we appreciate all the players. This is the players edition. This is why we do this show. We want to talk a little bit about uh, of the stats. Uh, seeing how we got a couple of running backs on the show, we let, uh, uh, you know, Rashawn uh, talk a little bit about his uh, – his game and his goals. Uh, Mr. Miller, you want to talk about your uh, your goals for the season? I know the Super Bowl is it, but you got any personal goals for the season, yards-wise? Who, me? Yeah. Uh, well, my goal for the season is, you know what I'm saying, I'm a veteran player. I've been doing semi-pro for a while. My, my, my goal is, you know, to get my, lung guy, my young guys better, get this defense on point, and get to that ship, man. I'm gonna continue to do what I do, you know, and I guess you know, uh, you know, I lead, I, I lead by example, man. I, I, I ain't no follow. I try to get my boys not to be a follow. We lead by example, man. So my goal for this season is to get us what we need to be, get this program right, and elevate to the next level. I love to hear that because uh, you know, uh, me living down here in Homestead, it's uh, you know, it's a pleasure to have uh, you know you guys in an organization down here that we can all be proud of because you know, not much entertainment down here. That's that's exactly why that's exactly why um why we why we we really trying to put the Immortals on the map. And that's why I thank God for Nico because he put his all into well, he put his last into the Immortals, you know. And yep. and the, yep. the least we could do is is win here on out, you know, and and do what he's really trying to do and put the Immortals on the map because you yes, know sir. I mean the last time the last time we actually heard about something down south, um, some, somebody really has to sit there and think about it, you know. Yeah. Right. And, right. I honestly, I'm I'm glad I took that sacrifice that I had to do this year, and I stayed with the Immortals because I know how much potential this team got. I know how much I know how much we like. Honestly, I know how much how far we really can go. You know, so yes, sir. I mean, why not? Why not keep going? Me, honestly, and yeah, I just want to give a shout. Out. I don't mean to cut nobody out, but two times for Nico, man, the best owner in the yeah, business absolutely. right now, man. Like two times for yeah. him. Nico's been working hard. Uh, he's working hard behind the scenes, and uh, he he won't stop. You know that's uh, that's one thing we have uh, you know very much in common is uh, you know the vision and the goal that he has behind your team and this league. So you know again, it it starts with you guys. And you know the biggest thing we yep. want to really get through here in the South is a lot of you guys jumping around. So when you guys come on and you talk about finding a home and and, you know, pledging your loyalty to a team like the Immortals, and we know the soldiers already have and the Phantoms up there. That's what we need down here in the South. We need some of these players to understand that there are organizations down here that, you know, put their heart and soul into the players and their communities and, and really wanting to show 
the, the talent that they have. And like you said, put, put the spot on the map, you know, whatever town you're in, you know, you want to showcase talent and there's a ton of talent and, and the only way to do it is, is to get out there and, 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 and show. So, you know, we really uh, appreciate you guys coming on and uh, sharing your stories and, and being a part of uh, the FCFL and uh, hope to see you guys in the, in the playoffs for sure. You know, Definitely, man. Oh, we definitely. appreciate it, man. Yeah. Yeah, hey, yeah, one definitely. time, Turbo, yeah, man. Playoffs. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You'll see us in the championship, man. And that, that's no cap, man. You already know, <laughs> man. We, we hold you right now. Yo. What'd yep. you say, bro? I said, hey, nah. man, you definitely going to see us in that ship, bro. Like, that's all we want, man. Oh, definitely. You know what I'm saying? Definitely. We definitely want that, man. Well, what do you think, uh, what do you think about the uh, the new addition to the Raiders? Uh, have you guys – have any of you played the Raiders before in other, uh, in other leagues? Um, man, listen, man, that's honestly, another national belt, bro. Honestly, um, if I could put my two cents in, um, I, I've played, uh, like, personally with a couple of the players, you know, and I'm not, I'm not much, I'm not, I'm not much to talk good, talk bad about a team. It's just, that's just another team that we just gotta face, you know. Yeah. Okay. We'll be, we'll be everything to talk on that gridiron. Everything talk yeah, on we'll that gridiron. We'll be sure to any long. given Sunday, any given Saturday, any given anybody. Sunday. You got that's that. Right. You, you got it. So, so but like, you, like Turbo was saying, like Turbo was saying, we start at practice, man. We start at practice because practice, like like I teach my player because I'm also a coach for youth football. Mm-hmm. Hey, yep. practice hard, the game come easy, man. Yep. Practice right. hard, the game come right. easy. That's our motto, man. Yeah, well, if you don't practice like you're gonna uh, like you're gonna win every practice, uh, you're never gonna get that mentality in the game. So you're absolutely right. right. Start to practice. Yeah, right. practice. Practice is a big, big, big part of uh, what we do, for sure. Hundred yeah. percent. A lot of guys yes, uh, don't. You know, there's so many egos that don't think they need to practice, or when they get to practice, it's just uh, another social hangout, and that's not the case. It's business. And if you're there, you yeah, gotta work. I, it's, That's where the work it's, starts. It's a corny saying. It's a corny saying, but you practice how you play, and it's 100 yeah. uh, it from the start of the week to the till game day. So, um, and That's, I know uh, coming in, coming in each week with these guys, you know they're they're always ready to go, and you know 100, 110, percent however you want to look at it, we're ready to go all the time. Yes, sir. Uh, who do you guys play all this right. week? Oh, we got, oh, we have oh, a bye week. Immortals are no, off. We got a bye week. Yeah. Next week we got okay. outlaws. Cool. All right. Cool. Oh, so, so, uh-huh. I got that's a right. They come. They come to the house, don't they? They come down here. Yeah. They do. Yeah. They come home. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They come home. Bring them home. I'm gonna be in. Uh, I'm gonna be in Gainesville this weekend. So I got a question for the immortals. Since they're winning the South, from what they say, who do they want to <laughs> play out of the North? There you go. We want the Chiefs, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Mortals, who do we want to play out of the North? We want yep. the Chiefs. Yeah, in the championship. If, the, the Chiefs will be in the we South. The They're in your division. We call Chiefs, them out. Yeah, we want the Chiefs. We want, that's all we want, man. We don't see nothing else. Okay. We want the Chiefs, man. <laughs> but that wasn't the question. You can't play the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. Yeah. Well, tell them we, hey, and, we, uh, we'll practice. We'll tell them bring it to the practice field. We want to practice with them. What, do you, uh, what, what team do you think is the top team in the North? We don't even think about it. Honestly. 
Um, yeah. Turbo, who you think, Turbo? Because I don't think like that. That's good. That's a great mentality, you know. What do you – What can you be more specific, like top team in, in, in our league? No, in the North Division. Oh, in the North Division. Um, honestly, give me the top three. Top three teams in the North. Top three teams in the North. Hmm. I'm gonna just I'm gonna just name them, but this is in the North. Yeah, yeah. It's and just fun. I would have fun. to go yeah. with. I would say. The Phantom. Okay. Um, the Chiefs. And us. Well, not nah, we're we're in the South. We're in the South. Yeah, yeah, in the South. Which one is going to the Chiefs? So you get the, the Phantom. The Chiefs are in the South too. Yeah, they're in the South too. I'm not who, calling who in the South. The, the, the Chiefs in the, in the South, the North, right? Yeah. <laughs> yep. You got yeah. the Tar Heels. You have the Bulls. You have the Soldiers. Soldiers, you have the Phantoms. Soldiers, War Eagles, Raiders, yeah. Raiders, that is. Reapers. Reapers. I heard about the Reapers. I heard they were pretty good. So I could put I I I'll put them in the top three. Oh, okay. okay. All right. All right. All right. So you guys main focus on the Chiefs then. I understand. <laughs> of course. And that's honestly, good. You are honestly, focused. listen, <laughs> to be honest, every game that we play Every game that we play, like, personally, I just take it back to the championship game that we played against the Chiefs. Every time I line up, every down I go hard, I just think about the championship game that I know for a fact that we could have won. And a lot yeah. of people say, yeah, the, yeah, we got cheated by the refs, but at the end of the day, you know, when that, when that clock says 0-0 zero, zero and, 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 and we're not up and the other team is winning, the only thing that we can do is – you know, ground hard in that off season and wait until the next season because this season we taking everything. Okay. For sure. But I tell you one thing, we the top team in this uh F C F L man. Definitely. I can definitely tell you that. And I and I and I, I I'm gonna stand I'm gonna stand right behind my boy on that one because I know the immortals are staying right behind us on that one. Yep. All right, got another uh, Immortals checking in, calling in to check in Immortals Hour. Uh oh. <laughs> Who that is? Who that is? Yo, this Pete, this Pete, this Pete, number seven checking in. What they do, bro? What they do, bro? What's up, Pete? Pete? Hey, not hanging out. What's, up? What's going on? Yeah, hey. Uh, so, uh, what'd you call in for tonight, uh, Pete? I wanted to give my team a big shout out, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, we on we on a we on a great path right now. You know, all gas, no break. And this year we definitely going to the championship. To play the Chiefs. And Mortals Nation. And Mortal Nation. We're definitely going to the championship this year. Yes, sir. Oh, that's great. All right. And I wanna also give a shout out to one of my DNs, number ninety nine Benson, man. Little Cuzzo. Little What they do, Cuzzo. Shout out to the Big 99. <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> you, you want to talk about uh, any uh, any stats tonight? Any any of you gentlemen in the uh, top five in your uh, respective uh, uh, category? John. Oh, yeah. John. 
Yeah. What you mean in 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 in, in the whole stat lineup or on the team? Well, yeah, just in the league. Yes, sir. There's no stat. Oh, we no all talk. We all talk. Everything no on this stat. phone right now, you're okay. talking to top notch. Okay. Can you repeat the question? What was the question again? No, he was just, saying, uh, do we do we think any of us, like anybody in the Immortals, is in the top five in the in the league? Are any of you in in the in the in the top? No. Yeah, we're in the top. Oh. Yeah, all okay. all everything you talking to right now is top notch. Everything on the phone with you right now. Oh. Oh. I'm not oh. much of a I'm not much of a talker. Like I don't, I don't like. So maybe their I'm, owner I'm, needs I don't to speak highly of myself. Get I just play the game. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. I I get what you're saying now. I think. I think. Yeah. Uh, I wasn't aware, but yeah, I should have been. So. Yeah, I just looked. There's none. Yeah, none okay. at all. Sorry, yeah. Well, if you don't have stats up there, it's because it, yeah, they haven't been inputted yet. <laughs> should nope. get with Nick. Get with Nico and whoever's. All we can, uh, say, is, all we can say is film doesn't lie. No. Yeah. That's okay. No, you're right. You're right. And uh, you guys got some good film. So. Uh, well, all right, guys. Uh, let's clear up uh, some of these lines for uh, for some of the other callers, and uh, we appreciate your mortals calling in. We'll uh, we'll catch up with you guys in another couple weeks. Uh, appreciate you guys calling in. All right. All right. Appreciate you, man. All right. All right Love it. Check it out. Thanks, guys. Shout out to June ninety, man. Shout out to June Keep the listening. Mate. All right. Thanks, guys. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we got uh, we got a few more callers uh, that are just called in, and uh, well, Shane, you wanna? Yeah, let me let me try to get them in the green room and see who we got. And uh, you wanna right. go ahead and uh, start uh, start next week uh, lineup week week six. Yeah, I'll do get my pickums in here. You ready? Yeah, yeah, I'm ready. Right. Hang on, I'm gonna go in the green room and see, yeah, what, see what we got. Yeah, go ahead. Right. I'm getting my schedule up. Week six. Week six, you got the Raiders. Let me get it here. Hold on. My computer's pulling up slow here. I don't know my computer. Vultures versus Dade County Raiders. I'll take the Raiders. Uh, the Outlaws down south versus Barracudas. I'll take the Outlaws. Uh, War Eagles have a bye. Tar Heels trying to get back on track. They play the Rise. I'll take the. Uh, I'm going to take the Tar Heels again, but. Last All right. Messed up my last one. <laughs> the yeah, I hope he's on the line too. Actually, uh, it's uh, Tar Heels defensive coordinator just called in, and uh, the president of the league, DeBarris, is on. So go ahead, continue. Oh, okay. Well, then you got the Phantoms versus the Reapers. I'm going to take the Phantoms over the Reapers. Uh, you got the Cougars versus the Cowboys. I'm going to take the Cougars over the Cowboys. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Fair pick. Raiders. Largo Raiders have a bye. Immortals have a bye. And the Titans. Tigers have a bye. Uh, you have the Saints versus the Chiefs. I'll take the Chiefs. Okay. And then you have the Soldiers versus the Bowl, which I Bowls. I think that's is that the game of the week down there. 
I was going to say, what are we the, uh, what are we calling our game of the week? I think the, the soldiers the versus the bulls, both at four and one. Uh, definitely, game of the week definitely. For the North, yeah. and I think that outlaws versus the barracudas. Yeah, I'd say one. that's a safe bet. Yeah. Yeah. It's either that or the Saints versus the Chiefs. It's going to be a, uh, three games in Pompano this week. Six teams. Awesome. Yeah. Busy weekend over there. Yeah. Yeah. I wish I could get up there. I got a busy day Saturday yeah. work. I got all my pick in for this week. I mean, the only one I messed up, like I said before, was the Tar Heels messed me up last week. I was going to say, we'll let the coach uh, talk a little bit about that here, seeing how he called in. Oh, Am I on, lay, on the air? You're yeah. on the air. Yeah, you're on the air. Yep. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Well, we sorry we messed up your pick, you know, but it's good <laughs> to know that we're um, up there around the top. So that means that we'll, we'll, we'll earn your trust sooner or later. But um, it was uh, unfortunate for myself because I was just I just had just um, buried my wife. I had a ceremony, so this, that uh, same day I, I had uh, this, I actually got there. Uh, like yes, sir. Oh, I remember you. You remember. Yeah. You've been yeah, around for so a while. Yeah. yeah. The team, team was real responsive to him when he came to the game. I had yeah. no idea, but uh, my condolences to you, sir, and, uh, and your family. And um, he had to be pretty strong to, to come out there after the game. But, again, it's family, so I understand completely. And uh, hats off to your organization, man. You guys uh, showed a lot of heart that night and uh, a lot of grit. Well, you know, we we like I said, we we will 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 we'll, uh, make changes to your your schedule and uh, be back on top in a minute. So it's just, you know, <laughs> we don't doubt that. Time, one you know, I I learned one thing a long time ago. Me being from uh, Illinois is that you can't win them all, and you can't lose them all, but you learn a lot from a loss, and it would make you know makes you stronger. That's very true. And and uh, now we have uh, Roger Lewis the, is in, so he can personally uh, talk about the di- disappointment yeah. <laughs> for Shane to pick. Hey, Shane, how are you doing? Roger Lewis, I, I picked you as my upset special, which is a very a pick I don't do too much. It was working, too. But it was there. You just I mean, had it. I, I I can't even be I can't even be upset about that game right now. You know what I'm saying? Just thinking about it, looking at oh. the film. I mean, we we played a lights out game. You know, we just made yeah. one too many mistakes, one too many penalties. Um, yep. Great kicker at the end of the game. That was so close. He hit the upright and bounced it, bounced in across, uh, over the crossbar. Hey, it was just Lady Luck was on their side that night. You know, I'm just giving you a hard time. Trust me, I've been in those wars with the Phantoms. I mean, every game we've played come down to three points. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I, I, I mean, mean I understand where you're at. That we won uh, battle it, was crazy with y'all. Yeah, and um, remember one thing. It's always better to lose during the season than in the playoffs. Oh, for sure. <laughs> yep. That's what we've been facing all week in camp, you know, saying like we got that one out of the way and we will be seeing them again, whether it's first round of the playoff, second round of the playoff, or even um, the North Championship, whoever it is. Well, we got that up, we got it our way. And we, we keep, do you, keep um, 
You guys got a rough road ahead. I mean, honestly, I looked at your schedule. Your schedule for the rest of the year is not very easy. I mean, we got a couple, you know, we got a couple flower knockers on there, you know. We got uh, we go down to Miami to play the Chiefs, and we play yeah. out. And so we got a couple, got a couple tough games on the um, on the schedule. But I mean, it's one day at a time, one week at a time, one game at a time. You know, a bounce yeah. back week, bounce back week against the Rise this week. Um, it should be. Uh, it should be a good game uh, to bounce back on. You know what I'm saying? I know a lot of those guys over there were uh, working with um, Arnell and Coach Sherman during the summer for the eight-man, which was my general manager and my head coach for my eight-man team over the summer. So I already know what those guys bring to the table and a couple of guys that was on my team this summer. Um, they are a very, very scrappy team. A lot of ex-Ravens and uh, Venom on there, and they are scrappy. Yeah. Like I said, a lot, a lot of those players play with me during the summer, so – you know what I'm saying? Coach uh yeah. Coach uh Sherman was my eight man head coach and uh, like I said, Arnell was my general manager for my eight man during the summer, so I know what them boys bring into the table, you know. Um it's gonna be a good game. Um hopefully our offense continue to click. We've been actually been clicking for the last couple of weeks, you know, averaging over two hundred yards passing. I would like to get the running game going, but you know, we came to terms with it that you know, definitely I, got I a good running back. Definitely yeah. got a good strong running back, you know. But yeah, job, job with, with, with our quarterbacks and our receivers, you know, that is our strong aspect, you know, right yeah. now. As of right now. As of right now, we're, you know what I'm saying, um, we're starting to get the running game. I think we were wrestling over like 60 yards. That's as much we had all season um, this, this past weekend. So, um, hopefully we're trying to get the running game right on track, getting the line on track, you know. Um, hopefully, you know, like I said, we get the running game by it's mid season now, it's time to get the running game going, you know. It's yep. now or never. Yeah. yeah. It's a good time to establish it. Yeah. Passing game is actually clicking right now. Offense is starting to put more, more points on the board. You know what I'm saying? So hey, we'll see what Matt, Matt looks Matt's really poised. Get, yeah. He he looks very healthy, uh his confidence is still, building. Uh, yeah. He's still trying to get healthy, you know. He's not a hundred yet, but he's damn near there. So once we get get him healthy, get him moving in the pocket a little bit more, um, the line is actually giving him time. I mean, against the Phantom, he had two. He had three to four seconds to pass the ball, which is a fucking that's damn good bad. job. That is not bad at all for the offensive line. That's a damn good job for, yeah. especially playing against the Phantoms. So our offensive yeah. line is finally clicking. You know, we wasn't horrible before. But to play against a really talented fan of defense, and he's getting three to four seconds to pass the ball, and he's getting the ball out within two seconds, that's damn good. You know what I'm saying? So, pollution and all that stuff. Excuse my language. But um, other than that, you know, we get the running game, and Coach died doing an excellent job over on the defense, you know. The defense, how many, uh, how many total INTs? I know you had four that I that I witnessed in the first half. We, we had, had five. Two, against, two, two drops. We had, we had yeah, five. Yeah. I think we had a total, an easy total, 13 to 12. I'm not 100% sure I will check the stats. Wow. But we had five against the, we had five against the Phantoms. And yeah. then uh, wow. I would say we had five, at least four against the Reapers or something like that. <laughs> and then um, I don't know if we count the Georgia game. You know, so I know we have about two or three yeah. against the Georgia game. 
And then all preseason, you know, I know it really don't matter about preseason. Each game we had a pick six. So oh, that there you go. I mean, our DBs are <laughs> our DBs is definitely one of the top top DB cores. And probably the state of Florida, but I'm not even going to limit it to our league. And right. it, it, it top DB core in the state of Florida, you're easy. Um, led by uh, your boy Khalil Owens, um, Dietrich Witherspoon, no. um, uh, Rick Rivers get back there every time for time, uh, uh, Josh Letterman. Uh, I can go on for days, you know. Uh, <laughs> add in Josh Rivers uh, to the core, Isaiah McKenzie. Um, linebacker core, you know what I'm saying, going to linebacker, D. John Fisher, Wayne Jackson, Vaughn, uh, Kevin Jones, you know, to be Richardson, he's out right now with a broken finger, but once he's get that healthy, that's another weapon in that DB core, that defensive backfield. I mean, I don't see too many people passing against us a lot of yards. Um, the fans got a couple nice passes over the middle. Um, but other than that, you know, they only scored, what, twice on offense maybe? And yeah. one of one of the special teams, we're we're not giving mm-hmm. them. And you know, our defense is amazing, but I wouldn't be surprised if we'd be the top defense by the end of the year. That's good. Uh, I know. Uh, I was good. impressed. Yeah. So uh, you do have one of the best athletes on the field over there, uh, Cam. The kid is yeah. crazy. Hey, good luck with um, good luck with guarding Cam. And then you got to worry about Jimmy <laughs> Kelly on the outside. And then you got to worry about um, Mullen. Uh, you got to worry about Josh Mullins on the other side. And you got to worry about uh, mm-hmm. Eric Cole coming in. And he, I mean, receiver-wise, DB-wise, man, I think we probably the best deepest core on those two aspects in the league, if not say the Florida, DBs and receivers. Um <laughs> So iron proper iron. So at practice would be crazy battles, crazy battles between the DBs, especially seven oh seven. When we go seven oh seven, DBs and receivers give each other hell. <laughs> I mean, you play you. You also play the team that have very good wide receivers at their wide receiver core: Marcus Jackson, Zelton Brown. Those are no yeah, problems. You know, I mean, um, I think uh, I'm not sure how many passing yards they had. But I don't think they had a ton of passing yards against us. I know they no. um, got a nice pass on like the first quarter, on um, the, the first drive that they drove. They had a really, really good first drive. Um, but like I like Coach Dodd said, he was running late from um, um, being right. my uh, beloved mom, mm-hmm. uh, Mama died, <laughs> so he was a little late. Okay. You know, so yeah, once once he got there, it's just like it's just like leaving your kids at home. You know. When you're not there, they're not going to do what they want to do. But when daddy come home or when your parents oh, come yeah. home, up, you know, so time for business. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, that first drive, they stunt one in on us. Um, but after that, it wasn't really a lot of – there was a couple of plays here and there. But once Coach Dye got there and got the defense in order and got people in the places that they needed to be, it was it was pretty much lights out from there. And yeah, yeah, of course, with an offense and a quarterback and a receiver core that – the fans have, they're going to make plays, you know. There's no, there's no ways around that. Yeah. They're going to You're make plays, stop. you know what I'm saying. They got a great quarterback in Terrence Brown. Mm-hmm. Like you said, mm-hmm. Joe and Marcus Jackson, their receiving core just as talented as, as our receiving core. So I was impressed. Uh, 
I was impressed with the uh, the Orlando quarterback because he's probably half the height of Matt. <laughs> and I don't know how he was able uh, – who, who was the quarterback for Orlando? George Brown. Oh, yeah. He, 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 he's he was, a Bavard native. You know, he's a Bavard native, uh, 321 native. So it, it's a natural thing for him. It's a natural thing. He did a, he did a great far. job, but you know what I'm saying? Is when, I, when I would see him drop back in the pocket, he would disappear. The, the whole line was so big that he would just disappear, unlike Matt. You know, Matt, his his helmet stand out everywhere he went. So yeah. <laughs> no matter how deep they were around him. Torrance, man, he's been doing it. Torrance Brown, Torrance Brown is uh, a.k.a. Buki. We call him Buki in, in, in Bavari County. Um He's he's actually a great athlete, you know. He's a, he's a great quarterback, strong he arm. He showed it. You know, yeah. Strong arm, believe, you know. But I believe he only he, lost one game in semi-pro ever. Wow. Yeah. And that was the championship, what, two years ago, three years ago? Wow. No, that was uh, the uh, bowl game this year. That's a hell of a record. He he lost to the, uh, the Browns in the championship. Oh, wow. yeah, he did. I remember that. Okay, yes, he did. Okay. So two games uh, in three years. Yeah, yeah. So he's he, pretty he, good. He's a great quarterback. Great quarterback. Great quarterback. You know. Um. So hopefully we. I'm gonna talk to him. I hopefully I think he's trying to go overseas. So hopefully after this year he'll be gone. Yeah. So he's definitely he definitely deserves it. He's definitely young. I was you gonna know, say he's, he's maybe 24, 25, maybe, and, and, and that's giving him maybe a year or two. Right. Yeah, I mean, their coach has their team well balanced. I mean, Torres, you cannot doubt Torres, whatever. Like him, don't like him. He has a quality program. They have a great pass game. They have a great running game. Teddy Walker is just so hard to stop. Uh, And as soon as you stop the run, the pass is going to be there. I mean, they know what they're doing. They've they've been to the championships and won it. They they know the perfect ingredients to get to where they got to go. Yeah, it's a great very program. systematic. You know, uh, great program, hey. But like you said, you know what I'm saying. It, 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 you got to pay them four quarters, and um, yeah, well, I know. With with the organizations that they they have, you know, when I was starting my organization, he was one of the ones that I conversed with a lot. You know, and he gave me a lot of pointers, and you know, what I'm saying he talked talked through talked taught me through a lot of stuff in the beginning. So, you know, and I respect Michael Torres. You know, sometimes we go back and forth on Facebook or whatever, but I actually respect him. He's got a great he He's been, he been around for 8, 9, 10, 20 years, however long he's been. So I know he's been with multiple other programs. Ever since the Tigers, I remember. I, I, yep. I think the fan has been around strong for 8 years. So, you know, yeah. great, great guy, you know. Some people might call him uh, a butthole, but you know, you get past that. He's a it's not a it's not a popularity contest. It's it's a business. Correct. It's an organization, he, he, and he, he, it's a mentorship. Well. Yeah, he means it, well. It, he definitely handles his business really well. But if know. if he's uh, if he puts his cause into you and invests his time, something good's going to happen. Just look at the, what he yeah. does. You know, his record, like you said, is uh, is uh, speaks for itself. You go into his organization and you uh, you fit that mold and you work hard. Good things are going to happen. Uh, yeah, I believe he's only lost like three games in the last three years. Yeah, well, shows. Like I said, they have uh, you know the sideline is deep. 
uh, Tar Heel sideline was deep over there. How many did you carry uh, up to Orlando that night? Um, I want to say a good 55 plus. Yeah, maybe. it was um, deep. Yeah, we were pretty deep. We were pretty solid team. And as a second year team, that means a lot, you know. And, you know, as a second year team, being able to jump from 20, 30 guys to 50, 60 guys, it, it, it shows. It shows um, the, the, the staff. You know, I got a very vet, veteran coaching staff, you know what I'm saying, with David Dye. You know, David Dye been one of my mentors as well. I actually played for him when he had us on the team as well. Um, so, you know, I definitely had to reach out to David Dye and bring him in this year uh, and last year, you know, to bring him into the organization. And Mark Lucas has been around. He actually, right. Mark Lucas actually coached with Torres before, you know what I'm saying, and played against Michael Torres. And then C. Um, yeah. Rodriguez, he just came in on the state of Florida. He's been over in um, New Mexico, won a numerous championships out there in New Mexico. And and the funny thing about it is uh, Matt played against Coach uh, uh, Rodriguez over there in New Mexico. You know, <laughs> uh, Matt was a coach, uh, Matt was a quarterback out there for a team, and Coach was uh, the OC for another team, and they had numerous battles now. We got them both on the same sideline, so it's going to get heading in the next couple games, you know. Um, hey, hopefully we can put it all, pull it all together and win the championship this year. So well, that, that, that's the ultimate goal, you know. Um, but we got a couple couple tough teams to go through. Yeah, we take one game yep. at a time. Well, you got a good uh, you got a good uh, preview. Of uh, what you want to see in the playoffs last week, so you just need just a little different result, and uh, you're in. So uh, I mean, to be honest with you, I mean, um, we had over 200 yards of penalties, and, yep. and a lot of those yep. penalties could have been avoided, you know, especially the personal yep. foul. You yep. know, um, the players got let the emotions get to them, yep. and then um, so you know, some of those personal fouls got to go out the window. And a couple offsides, you know what I'm saying? Without those, yeah. it's, it, it's a different outcome, right? Yeah, I mean, we expect, yeah. Uh, you know, we expect the offsides, the false starts. Those are things that are just part of the game. But the uh, yeah, the but mouth as a, as a, and the referee, that's got to go. It shouldn't be. It shouldn't be a lot of offsides and person. You know no, you're right. Also, on this level, that's that's high school and lowly stuff. So. Yeah, um, watch the football. <laughs> yeah, you know, what I'm saying? you know, you right there, you know, and and I feel like on offense we were able to move the ball at will, you know, so we should have had more points, but you know, a lot of those drives that was killed by uh, false stars, was killed by a holding penalty yeah. here, there, yeah. you know. I mean, we were able to move the ball. I mean, we were able to pass the ball. We was running the ball, you know. We was, our offense was actually clicking on four cylinders. So, you know, a lot of those drives were killed by us. It was killed by penalty. So, one of the uh, so, one of the callers so, earlier I mean, asked about the uh, what did he ask about Shane the uh, the third down the same, uh, decision the not same, to punt. Same question I was about. The same question I was about to ask was that why not punt? Why not punt? Well, our kicking game wasn't as, as a point as it was. Um, our, our, our lone snapper and our punter was off. 
You know what I'm saying? A lot of times on the sideline, the, the snap went over the punter's head, and it, it wasn't mm-hmm. able to – you know what I'm saying? It was just that wasn't connecting there. It wasn't that connection there. And I didn't no. – me personally and the coaches, we didn't want to risk the over-snap yeah. and give them the yeah. – the sure. yeah. I understand. It was a good call. Our passing game was actually working, you know what I'm saying? They wasn't really stopping our passing game. You know, he made one guy miss at six. You know, I, I, I predicted and I chimed in, said that, you know, uh, the way that if I was the coach and feeling about how you guys were moving the ball and how Matt's confidence was built, I would probably would have went for it too. So. It, it, I mean, that's, that's uh, in the game decision you're going to make as a coach. I understand it. I mean, yep. it, you knew the punting wasn't exactly. working and you knew you were getting enough yards on the passes. I mean, you got to do what you got to do. My punter and my long snapper, they work very hard. You know, that's a very difficult position to play the long snapper in a punter position. But it's crunch time, yeah. you know. Yep. You, you're you not stopping my receivers. And then we had our top receivers on the field. We had Jimmy Kelly. We had mm-hmm. um, Mr. Mullins in my 80. We had Rick Rivers on the field, you know. And actually, yeah. Rick was a lot open in the middle of the field, you know what I'm saying. It was just a miscue getting the ball out. With Matt not being a hundred percent, he's not holding the ball the extra time that he normally would when he's comfortable. So, you know, the play was there, the perfect play calling, perfect everything. Which you got as um, as receiver, you got to be able to make that one guy miss, and the, the game is over. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We, yeah. <laughs> the game's over. The game's over. Right? Miss tackle, the game is over. Perfect call. You know what I'm saying? Uh, of course, you know, after the game, you take the L, you're going to question a couple calls during the game. But, you know, me being a former coach, you know, because I coach, uh, I've been a head coach, I've been coaching for a while and, and playing for a while. You know, some of those calls you got to make a tough decision on and, yeah. and, and eat that whether you make it and then eat that whether you miss the call you know, or you, the players don't execute. Because all well, at the end of the day, Whatever play I got to, whatever play I call, the player's got to execute. So after I call it, it's out of my hand. I go make it work. Yep. No matter what I call, you go make it work. So I know. Yeah, I know. It's tough in the the youth ranks to find punters and kickers, and how I mean. How difficult uh, is it to? Is it the same? In I mean, oh, yeah. we have the outlaws, we have the soldiers, and we have the Tar Heels on. So by all means, all three of you speak up of how many good quality punters slash kickers you found in the in the past. I say you can find a punter easier, but it's harder to find the long snapper than it is the punter. True. Yeah. Correct. And and then the punters that you get is athletes, so they feel like they can punt and kick or whatever. And then yeah. on the nationality, it, it, it's really you're not a punter. You're an athlete that can punt from time to time. Right. You're not consistent. Right. You know what I'm saying? And so it's definitely that's the position along with offensive linemen. Those two positions right there is very difficult to find on this level. Yeah. Because yeah. all the good ones are gone, and then all the ones, you know what I'm saying, that's, Oh uh, no, I'm, I'm good. Sorry. I already played, you know, I already played my gears. You know, it's yeah. trying to get them to come out, you know. Yeah, well, all the offensive linemen take their D tackles. Yep. <laughs> D tackles and running back, the linebackers. <laughs> linebackers. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but um 
I mean, they did a great kicker. I just say we have a great kicker. Uh, he actually lived down to Fort, uh, Fort Pierce. He uh, came up to us for the Bengals. So, you know, we just got to get oh, him cool. up here. He, 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 he works, you know what I'm saying? He works just like the rest of us, and we practice on Tuesday night late. So, And he lives about a good two hours away from us, so maybe a little Damn. bit longer. And, and oh, I, I know that. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of hard to get him and Snapper on the same page. But he's yeah, a great yeah. kicker. Uh, warm up, and he's knocking them down. But it's more than just kicking it through the upright or putting the ball. you got to get the timing. you got to get the snap down. you got to get everything yeah, else down block. before you everything. even get that foot. Yeah. So, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Hopefully we can get that together because – Honestly, we kick our field, we make we make our uh, extra points and we kick that that field goal that we uh, wanted to kick in the red zone early in the game. I mean, the game's a whole different story. Yep, and that's what I was getting at. It's important, I think, at this level to really try to develop uh, at least a field goal kicker. You know, like you said, you, you know, punting is, is something, but uh, even the the long snapper, it is. It's a specialty job. Um, you know, not not many people volunteer to to want to do that. So, you know, uh, you probably have a line longer to do the punting than you would the, the long snap for sure. Right. Well, Shane, let's break down the stats real quick. We got about uh, thirty so minutes left before we got a right. call on the night, and uh, I did a little bit of. Uh, Refreshing on the the page today and uh, put the I top five. I yeah, it. it made it a little easier for us to find and uh, people when they come to the page, you know, boom, they can see it. Yeah. It's probably long overdue. I wanted to change it before the start of the season, but now yeah, that I had a bunch of people asking for a and... password. <laughs> yeah, right. But uh, yeah, let's get to it. All right, uh, your FCFL 2019. Top five passers as of right now, halfway through the season. Number five is Brett Diovine. I always mess up Brett's name. He's got 477 yards from the War Eagles. Diabignon, um, something like that. Yeah. I know Brett, and I always mess up his name. I just call him Brett. That's uh, good. Kind of like me, Darius, you say, John. Number four is Darius Davis. Um what team is he that's with? Uh, PBO. Are we right there, DB? PBO? Is that, uh, that's your okay. Yeah, I can't see the – it doesn't show the team on it. Yeah, he's got 480 yards. He's three yards above Brett. Uh, number three is Ryan Hardison, 503 yards. Not sure who he plays for. That's Barracudas. Barracudas. Well, 503 yards of, for the Barracudas. Uh, number yeah. two is um, Tar Heels. Himself, Mr. Matt Parsons, with 712 yeah. yards. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and number one is from the West Coast Soldiers, a.k.a. Johnny Football, Nick Martino with 750 <laughs> yards. There's it's a reason to call him Johnny Football. Yeah, I bet. That's that's why. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cool. touchdowns is... Oh, different name. Oh, okay, Brian Hardison, number five. He has three passing touchdowns. Number four is Brett from the War Eagles. Is, that's a War five. Eagles, yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He has five passing touchdowns. Uh, number three is Denorius Graham from, it looks like, the Outlaws. P- 
Pompano, Pompano Beach in the house. With five passing touchdowns. Number two is from the Tar Heels, Matt Parsons with eight passing touchdowns. And number one, again, is Nick Martino with 12 passing touchdowns. Boom. Of course, last Saturday, how many did he throw last Saturday? Not that many. Okay. When did you take him out? Uh, I think it was three. Three? Yeah, it's not bad. Yeah. Considering what was it, 70, 70 points you put up? 77. Oh, sorry. Yeah, 77. <laughs> uh, your passing average yard leaders, uh, Matt Beebe. Can't see the team on him. You got to put the names next to this somehow. Team names or abbreviations. Uh, oh, yeah. 13.7, yeah. 13.7 yards per pass. Number four, Joseph Stovall, averaging 14 yards per pass. Uh, number three he is Norris from the Brandon Vultures. Let's see. How did, the, how did he get up there? It, that dude, Stovall, is from the Vultures, and he's, uh, what did you say, fourth in the league? Yeah, yeah, per pass, yeah. Wow. Well, and they've only they've man they haven't put very many points maybe, up on maybe the board. Maybe that's the only stat they put up. I don't know. <laughs> uh, number three was Denorius Graham. He's averaging sixteen point one yards per pass. Uh, number two is uh, Mark Sexel. That's our quarterback wide receiver. He goes in for Nick. Uh, right. Screen just. Hold on, I had it. I don't know what happened here. My screen just blanked on me. He was averaging. Let me back to real quick. 23.8 yards per pass. Yeah. Uh, he was he was 4 for 4 the other night. Oh, wow. Nice. Know, Nick, Nick was in the other game. He had, uh, number two is Darius Davis is averaging 53.3 yards per pass. That's yeah, a PBO. Is, uh, out, yep, another outlaw. All right. Now I'm to rushing. Uh, rushing touchdown leaders. Darrell Osborne is, has two. Ryan Hardison yep. has two. Nick Martino has three rushing touchdowns. Oh, quarterback with three. Mario Davis has three rushing touchdowns. And Marius Tinger has four rushing touchdowns. There you go. Uh, PBO. I wonder how many how many of those are actual running backs, though, I wonder. Yeah, that's that's what I was curious. I think the stat just takes it from not, yeah. just a rushing category as opposed yeah. to the running back category. So right. something I can work with them. And... All right, rushing rushing average leaders. The various Tinder is averaging eighteen point two yards per carry. Darius Davis is averaging averaging eighteen point seven yards per carry. Uh, Willie Fields is averaging 23.3 yards per carry. Arkeel Young is averaging 42.7 yards per carry. That's a big average. And yeah. Darrell Osborne is averaging 46.5 yards per carry. Exactly. That's another big... Uh, must be like... Uh, I wonder how many... Two or three carries. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so, and then there's the the rushing yards, the total yards. That's what I'm doing. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm okay. doing that right now. Cool. I have somehow, when it blinked out, it went by it. Kim Mack is number five. He has 167 yards on a season. 
as a running cool. back. Darrell cool. Osborne has 186 yards. That was uh, Miracle you know, City can... Cougars, by the way, number five. Yeah. Okay, I can see a little bit of his jersey, but not much. Yeah, I had to click on Osborne. it. Osborne. Oh, yeah. Osborne with 186. Number three is Lunar St. Louis from the West Coast Soldiers. He has 211 rushing yards. Number two is Ronnie Cohen from the War Eagles. He has 233 rushing yards. Right on. Number one is Lavarius Tinger with 255 yards. Yeah. Not long. Putting it up five weeks into it. Yeah. Let's see. Kinger's at a a couple of the top of the stats there. Yeah, I saw that. Uh, Receiving leaders. uh, 179 for Mr. Rashard Briscoe from the West Coast Soldiers, the guy that makes all the flyers. Oh cool! Uh, oh, all right, cool. He were he's uh, the guy. Yeah, he's, uh, he's, he's one a, of those. The guy plays for your team, sweet. Yeah, risk of uh, entertainment right now. Like his work, yeah, he does good go. work. Very, very good. Uh, number four is Michael Layfield from the War Eagles. He's got 181 yards. Number three is uh, Darrell Osborne. Can't see where he's from. 185 yards. Uh, he's in the other category. I'm going to look real quick. Mr. He's Pompano. Pompano. Yeah. Is he? Osborne Mr. Osborne. Osborne. Halfback, okay. halfback wide receiver is what he's listed as. Yeah. Mr. We'll let the Bears speak about him here in a few. Uh, um, number two is Jimmy Kelly from Tar Heels. He has 193 yards receiving. And number one is Darius Tank Bing from the West Coast Soldiers. He has 221 yards receiving right now. That's a lot. That's good. Is he a uh, deep threat or is he a short guy? It doesn't matter with him. You throw it to him anywhere. He, he, he'll, he'll, he'll run any route. Away. Right now. He's so a little short, he's five a, foot six. And okay. Right now. He will hurt old linemen in a hurry. <laughs> uh, That's what we like to hear. Receiving touchdown leaders. Number five. Oh. Okay, it says one, two, two, two. two. Okay, so everybody's tired for a second. But we'll call it five, okay. Yeah. Um, I'm sure there might even be more three, yeah. Yeah, probably. Number five is Quentin Burst from the West Coast Soldier. He has three touchdowns. Number two, um, number four is Rashard Briscoe from the West Coast Soldiers. He has three touchdowns. Right now. Number three is Marcel Williams from the West Coast Soldiers. He has three touchdowns. (laughs) We spread the ball around. Yeah, I can see that. Number two, <laughs> number two is Jordan Mullins from the Tar Heels. He has three touchdowns. And number one is Arkey Young. He has four touchdowns receiving. And that mm-hmm. is Pompano Beach Outlaws. They they got uh, they got stats yeah, well, heavy yeah. heavy at the top. Receiving yards. Average. Uh, uh, Mr. Tinger up there again with 42.3 yards. Yeah. And number five for the Outlaws. Bernard Neely. Oh, that's Hawk Neely. That's from the Cougars. Uh, he's averaging 42.5 yards. Number three from the War Eagles is Luke Kennedy averaging 43 yards per catch. Uh, number two is Darrell Osborne. I believe you said he was from Outlaws. 
Yep. Yep. He's averaging 46.2. And number one is Jonathan Osborne, averaging Another 60 Pompano. yards per catch. Another PDO. Yep. And yep. Outlaws are up there everywhere. Yeah, they are. All right. All right, so now we're into sacks. We got number five is Deshaun James. I can't, I don't know where he's from. PBO? Yes, six sacks. Number four is Mark Gatson. He's got six sacks. Uh, number three is Ronald Milton. He's got seven. <laughs> number two is Ke- Keon Palm Beach. That was Palm Beach Cowboy. Yeah. Is it? Okay. And number one is Cody Shellhammer. He has 13 from the West Coast Soldiers. West Coast? We talk about him almost every week, don't we? He is a sack machine. All right, here we go. Uh, Interceptions. uh, Tar Heel. We got Kilio Owens has three. Wow, this is a weird name. St. Fleur? Fitton, St. Fleur? St. Fleur. St. Fleur. wonder where he plays. Uh, Palm Beach Cowboy. Palm Beach Cowboy. He has three interceptions. Number three is Julius Caesar, like the Romans. Love that name. He has three. He has three touch, uh, interceptions. Number two is Marquise Williams from the West Coast Soldiers. He has four interceptions. And number one is Marcel Williams, which is a different Marcel Williams than our Marcel Williams. He has five interceptions. Uh huh. All right. Well, let's see where he's yeah. from. PBO. We're just two. PBO. Should have. Should have took a bet. Yeah. Speaking of PBO, DeBarris, where are you? Hang on, Mr. PBO. Hey, how you doing? PBO. All right, there he is. PBO in the house. Palm Beach Outlaws. Pompano. You keep saying Palm. Pompano. Pompano. Stop changing your name. Pompano. Not Palm. Pompano. Whatever. That's the other county. Oh, we're doing great. We're doing great. How are you? How are you tonight? I'm pretty good. Uh, Just left uh, an electrifying practice uh, a little while Uh ago. Um, Trying to get my guys geared up. Um, you know, we have to, a statement to, to, to make on Saturday. And, um, you know, we plan on, on making that statement and capitalizing. Um, you know, it, it's, when, when you're used to being the underdog, you, you can you continue to stay humble and just go ahead and do it one game at a time. Um, you know, um, when people... They don't believe in you. You just keep on showing them, and then eventually yep. they'll start changing their minds. Do you really yep. consider yourself an underdog anymore? I mean, because you are undefeated. I mean, your 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 guys are all over the stats. I mean, you're pretty much becoming like a household name as of right now. <laughs> in the well, south, you know, I I I, I want to keep the the underdog label because you know I I got Understood. a new team, man. I, I, I'm gonna tell you, I have from from the team I had last year. I have about 25 new players that really come to play football. It, it's like, it's like you know, tonight I just watched my alma mater on my phone win uh, the state championship in basketball. And let me tell you, when I was there, we thought we were superstars, but 
watching these new kids come in, they came in and, and it, they ran circles around the guys that were already there and took those positions. And that's what's happened with my team this year. You know, these guys came in and they, they earned their Youth positions, movement. you know. And and I like it. I love it. I love it. I, I love my guys. You know, I appreciate the new guys. The energy is positive energy. We got rid of all the poison. And, you know, we're just trying to make a statement. You know, we're in the South, so the only thing you hear are the Chiefs or the Immortals. Now you hear the Dade County Raiders. And, you know, we respect every team. We respect all the way down to, you know, the team that, that couldn't stand the, the South Florida Dolphins. But we come to do the same thing every week, and that's win. And these guys yep. have that, that winning attitude and winning mentality. So, you know, we're just here. We're here to do what we have to do. Yeah, I, uh, I, I said something to uh, uh, maybe it was Shane today. Uh, I said, uh, uh, I said, DeBarris isn't the same guy that I met, you know, eight, nine, ten years ago. He's he's grown immensely, and each year you keep yeah. better, and you yeah, get better, and you. You, uh, yeah, well, we won't, we won't go there. Uh, <laughs> but he keeps getting better, and like he just said, he made a statement right there. He got rid of the poison. Sometimes, you know, yeah. people think that that poison is, you know, hey, he's a good player. Hey, he's a great athlete. But let me tell you, that poison is more dangerous than that good player is worth. And when you get rid of that poison, then you attract those players that want to compete every practice, every game. And that's when you start building quality winning organizations. So uh, hats off to you, man. You're doing great this season. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, he has a, a little rough road ahead of him. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, man. he's a couple <laughs> games that just uh, turned up for us. Yeah. Yeah, the Barracudas, yeah. the Immortals, the War Eagles, the Chiefs. Yeah. All back to back to back to back. Yeah. yeah. All the buy's yeah. buy over. Back to back to back. Yep, the yeah. buy's yeah. over. I mean, All fun and games is over. Now it's business. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, you know, we like I said, we go out there one game at a time, and and we're just going to, you know, capitalize. We're not going to try to capitalize. We're going to capitalize. You know, we, yeah. We've come a long way, and... You know, it, it's just like uh, going into the ring with Mike Tyson. You already know what Mike is going to do to you, but, you know, you, you try anyway, and that's what the mentality used to be. The mentality now is we have to be Mike Tyson. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So that that's our mentality. We have to be yep. him. And, and right Gotta now, throw blow for blow. The season, our, yeah, our, this season, that this half of the season now, every game it's called being a giant killer, and that's what we want to be. Yeah. We want to be giant killers every game, one by one. Yeah, because we well, talked I don't to the think, Immortals uh, earlier, yeah. and they were pretty pumped up about every game. Yeah, I mean, that's good. Uh, this is where you could catch a team like that uh, off, you know, by uh, them being so focused on the Chiefs. They take you guys lightly. And, uh, you know, you're not the same team you were last year. And that's the first thing that these guys better remember is that uh, the Outlaws isn't the same team as it was last year. Yeah, I mean, that, that's true. I mean, we came in, we, we played the Immortals uh, right before the conference champion, and, and we, we capitalized and came out on top. And, you know, we, we fell extremely short in the conference championship, and it was a lesson. But let me tell you yeah, the biggest that was a tough lesson loss. we learned. The biggest lesson we learned was 
a preseason game we played this year against the Dade County Raiders. Yeah. We learned a lesson that, one, defeat isn't always something that will tear you down because it actually built us. They scored two yeah. offensive touchdowns, everything else is defensive, and it showed us, listen, man, we stuck with a team that went to the championship in another league that, that you know, this is one of the top five teams in the state, you know, at that time. Yeah. So it yeah. showed us, listen, all we have to do is keep on pushing. We don't give up. I told the young guys, listen, fellas, you just played one of the best teams you'll ever see. You just played one yeah. of the best, and look what you did. Yeah, they you are. stuck in there. You know, the numbers didn't show what the game was, but you hung in there, and we did what we had to do. You know, so that that really boosted everything up. And I, I spoke with, with uh, Coach Mac Finney over there after that, and I told him, I said, Mac, I just want to thank you for doing what you did to us. I want to thank you because you helped me open my players' eyes. Yeah, and you my coaches, you know, we, we, we have a, a new OC. At that time, we had a different OC. We had a new mm-hmm. OC come in, you know, right uh, right before the kickoff of the season, and he came in and they just he just gelled with the players with the offense, and you know we just we haven't stopped since then. You know, I, I have I, I converted uh, Lavaris uh, Tigner. He was a a five star receiver, uh, graduated at Deerfield High School, five star receiver, and you know, unfortunately his mom passed and. He just gave up oh, on college. When I say college, well, I mean big schools wanted him. He's a five-star. He came out okay. there, you know, and we converted him into a running back. And you see the numbers he's putting up. Yeah, he's all over the Real stats. Real Osborne. Uh, say it again? He's all, all over. over the stats. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, and, and, and you know, he wears his, his uh, towel on the side with his mom's name on it. And, and that's his motivation. And we continue to motivate him. Darrell Osborne, he's another one. You know, he's a vet mm-hmm. now. You know, Darrell, his mother passed a few years ago, and it almost took football out of him. But guess what? He bounced back this year. He's, he's doing what he's quiet. You know, he's a team leader. He makes sure everything stays in order, and he does what he has to do. You know, Darius mm-hmm. Davis, he comes in, and, and he's all over the field. Wherever you need him, he's going to be there. You know, I mean, so we, we, we have the athlete, Denoris uh, Graham. You know, he's another Deerfield graduate. You know, I mean, it, 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 the roster just goes on and on, and, and they're young guys. And these guys have that energy. They have the energy that, that I miss watching in football. Yeah. You know, so that's why, you know, we this this weekend we played the Barracudas. That's our it's battle of, of Broward County because we're the only two Broward County teams. So it's the battle <laughs> of Broward County, and, and it's going to be electrifying. That's true. That. We got uh, all, three, all three fields lit up in Pompano uh, this weekend, don't we? Yeah, yeah. We actually, we actually have. Uh, there's going to be a doubleheader at Wonderfields. Yeah, that's um, what I at Mitchell Moore. Yeah, yeah. At Mitchell Moore, you have the Chiefs and the uh, and the um, the Saints at five. Yeah. Um, at seven thirty, you have the Dade County Raiders and the Vultures at the same yeah. field. And over at at uh, a Cowboys five, Field. Yeah, at Cowboys <laughs> Field, you have um, the Miracle and uh, yeah, Cougars. and the Palm Beach Cowboys. Yeah. Yeah, and then uh-huh. over at uh, at McNair, I'm sorry, at uh, North Pompano Park, you have the the Pompano Beach Outlaws playing against uh, their arch nemesis, the Broward County Barracudas. Yes, mm-hmm. It's uh, well, going to be a great a day the, in uh, Pompano. The Barracudas and Outlaws are the same team as you usually. No, no, we've never been the same team. No, we've never been the same uh, team. Tim, Tim had an eight. They were part of the Bears. Yeah. 
Yeah, the, the Broward Bears were the first name uh, for the Broward Outlaws back in 1988. And in 1989, the ladies, sure ladies' night that. last week kind of uh, threw us off our schedule oh, yeah, a little bit. Night. There was a crazy. <laughs> yeah, we talked yeah, about everything, good. man. We uh, it was awesome, though, man. We had an aircraft carrier uh, driver on. Are you kidding me? Whew. Yeah. Uh, life is good. Yeah. So uh, let's let's hit the uh, let's hit the power rankings wow. real quick. What we got the Bears on the line before we uh, get out of here. All right. Let's start at the bottom. Work our way up, just like every yeah. team does. Uh, number 18 is the Largo Raiders. Uh, quick comment on the Raiders. No more. Scrappy bunch, and they do not quit. I, I like them. Yeah. You just played them last week, so. Yeah. Yes, and they are scrappy. They would not quit. All through the game, they did not quit. Cool. Number 17 is the Pope County Rise. Number 16 is the Palm Beach Cowboys. Number 15 is the South Florida Vultures. Uh, both of those um, sixteen and seventeen dropped uh, and dropped uh, oh, from yeah. last week. Yeah. Right. And the vultures uh, slid up. Yeah. No. Yeah. So vultures moved up two to fifteen. Okay, I guess. Uh, number fourteen is Miami Saints. who stayed where they were. At number fourteen. Number thirteen is the Broward Barracudas who dropped from eleven. They did. Number they 12. dropped two slots. Yes, number 12 is the Bay Area Roofers who stayed up. moved up one from 13. Number 11 is the Lee County Tigers who moved down one from 10. Number 10 is the Miracle City Cougars who moved up two from 12. Yep. Number 9 is the Central Florida Bulls who stayed idle. They were nine last week. Number 8 is the Florida War Eagles again stayed idle. From last week. Number seven is the Dade County Raiders. Yep. At number seven. They stayed right to where they were. Stayed idle. Yep. Number six is the Space Coast Tar Heels, who dropped two from number four last week after they lost yeah. to the Phantoms. Yeah, you knew somebody was going to drop on that game. Somebody had to drop, yeah. Yep. Number five is the South Data Mortis, who stayed idle at number five from last week. Number four yep. is the Pompano Beach Outlaws. <laughs> moved up two from number six. They are. They're in number, number four. Yep, they're in number four. It was an undefeated record. Uh, number yep. three is the West Coast Soldiers who stayed idle at number three. Number two is the Orlando Phantoms who stayed idle at number two. And number one is the Miami Chiefs who stayed idle at number one. Yep. Yeah, still number one. So a uh, little little shifting, but uh, we knew that uh, you know week five, everybody's starting to get their uh, get their heels dug in and uh, you know stick out the tooth, fang, and claw and uh, start scrapping their way to the playoffs. So this week is really going to be a turning point for uh, some of those teams. Uh, 
they need the win. You know, especially those teams yep. with one and uh, zero. They they need a W. They need a couple Ws to get up in that uh, that playoff spot so they can make a run. And uh, and over the over the next few weeks, there could possibly be. Well, I know there's going to be at least one shift out of the top ten. Yeah, I, I think so. Yeah, I, I think so. I think we're going to have uh, you're going to see more of a struggle in the north. <laughs> getting into that last spot than you are the South, I think. But uh, nonetheless, yeah. it's going to be fun to watch. Um, um, what do you think about uh, what do you think about the uh, the uh, the game of the week this week? What do you uh, what do you predict? Uh, what do you predict of the games of the week this week? I know you. You don't. Well, I, we got one pick from your game. You, you didn't pick yours, uh, and the other guy he picked. What was he picked? Forty-two, forty-two something. Uh, I forgot what he said. Deshaun, yeah, I think well, it was forty-two to six. But you know, well, we got somebody on the phone. Let him pick it. Oh yeah, DeBarris, you want to make the pick for that game? For uh, the North, what, what was the no, game of the week? G- game of the week is the Bulls and the Soldiers. Big match. Four and wow. one versus four and one. Yeah, four big matchup. And yeah, pl- and, that's, and they're playing at the Bulls. in uh, Central Florida. Yeah, we're playing in Ocala. Our okay. crew. Oh yep. man, soldiers are on the how road. About, uh, how about I do an over under? How about that? Well, well, you call it. What's that? Let's see. Um, I'm gonna go with the over under halftime. It's gonna be over 21. Uh, <laughs> final under 52. Ooh. Total score. High score. What? Yeah. Total total score. Yep. Okay. All right. All right. All right. I can see it. Write that down. Write that down, Shane. Yeah. Over under twenty one. I got it. Okay, cool. All right. Well uh the matchup on the south is is your game with Tim. We we dubbed that the uh game of the week here in the south and uh I think uh Shane picked uh picked the PBO boys. Yeah, I did. Okay. Hopefully, uh, hopefully I wasn't wrong like last week where somebody <laughs> let me down. <laughs> yeah, Roger, Roger hung up. By the way, so. we won't let right. you down, Shane. That's right. All I all I can say for that game, man, is, is, is just have some popcorn. I believe he's going to live stream it too. So, have oh, some, have some popcorn ready. Yeah, yeah. We, John loves the live streams. I do, oh, man, yeah. especially when I'm at work and I can catch a few. I, I'd much rather be watching the live stream than some of the shows I have to watch, but unfortunately this Saturday is <laughs> going to be pretty busy for me. So, uh, Yeah, uh, yeah but... Johnson's uh, going to fly his drone over there and live stream. <laughs> yeah, I could. Uh, <laughs> I, I could we were, probably fly. We if I was uh, on the roof of my theater, I could fly my drone to Harris Field and watch the game for sure. <laughs> there you go. Wow. Yeah, that's how close I am, but nonetheless. Um, uh, anything else? Uh, we talked a little about uh, we made uh, – we uh, reserved the uh, field at Lake Brantley uh, High School. That's where the championship will be played uh, May 18th, yes. is it? Yeah, it's going to be uh, – it's May 18th. Uh, uh, we're going to get up there on the 17th, uh, meet and greet. Uh, May 18th, we'll, uh, we're going to have the All-Star game. I believe it starts at 1. Yep. And uh, the championship game is going to start what time's at our game? 6, if I'm not mistaken. 
I'm sorry. Oh, oh yeah, no. you'll, be, you'll be playing at one. Or I mean, hey, you may no. be playing at six. I don't know. Yeah, I'm both. rooting for you. You know, I'm rooting for you. We could both you know, be playing at six. I mean, I, I really, exactly. Yeah. You always say you're <laughs> the player, so you know, this may happen. This may happen. So, but um, yeah, um, we we reserved the field. Um, you know, went ahead and took care of that, how we had to do. And, um, you know, we're just – we're happy. We, we found a, a nice field when he checked the field out this weekend. Uh, took some yeah. pictures and posted on the owner's page. And, it's um, a very good field. Yes. Yeah, so, yeah it is. Um, I great, know that – Great um, scoreboard. Yeah. Yes, Warren good from the uh, the Miracle City, uh, he's finding a venue so that we can um, have a banquet. Um, and, um, you know, we just want to get up there and have a really good time, man, a really good time and – and try to pack the stadium and, and a lot of positive energy just to show, you know, that, hey, listen, this is year two, and look what we did because, uh, believe it or not, Shane, um, the commissioner and myself have been talking about next year's championship game. We're going to reveal it once we uh, once yeah. we get some feedback. Uh, we're waiting for You're a gonna callback. You're going to have it in the sticks next year, right? I, I, uh, I can say this. You can much. say that. I mean, you can say it's in the sticks. I, 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 I can we'll say give you that. It's, it's yeah. It'll definitely be in the sticks. But I can say <laughs> Bring your lawn chair. Oh, man. Oh, you're going to need a lawn chair. All I can tell oh, you, yeah. yeah. What you're going to need to do is uh, just make sure that, that you can eat seafood. I'll just say that much. <laughs> oh, okay. So, <laughs> yeah. It'll definitely be a good concession. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. But, concession will uh, be the best. Um, so, uh, all right, we're headed into, uh, week six. Uh, this last week was uh, week five. We're over the hump. We're starting the second half of the season. This is where it, uh, where it all boils down to. So, uh, gentlemen and, uh, ladies and, uh, the players that called in, we thank you. And, uh, we're going to wish all the teams, uh, a good luck to, uh, for uh, Saturday night. Keep the players night. safe and getting close yes. to the playoffs. Make sure your players are good. Yep. Owners, think smart. You're, you're in the lead. You know, get those guys out. Get those uh, second and third squad wow. players in. Get them some playing time in. <laughs> Safe travels. You know, wherever you're going. Most uh, importantly, keep it football. Hold your head. Keep it football. Keep it football. And um, you know, sportsmanship. That's what it's all about. That's right. Absolutely. So. All right, gentlemen, it's been a great week. It's, uh, as always, you know, two hours goes by so fast, it's not even funny. Uh, and I'm not even putting commercials in this show. Uh, as soon as we oh, wow. uh, start uh, getting commercials, it'll get even shorter. <laughs> so, That's right. Nonetheless, uh, gentlemen, thank you once again for uh, calling in and uh, hanging out with us. And uh, we'll see you again on the flip side next week. Good luck, everybody. Uh, we're out of here. Shane, take us out. All right. All right. All righty. Have a good week, everybody. Good luck. You too. Thanks. You're listening to FCFL Live. show that brings you all the stats, weekly breakdowns, interviews, and next week's picks.
sit back and enjoy the show as Shane and John bring you all the info inside the Florida Champions Football League. 